the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plum Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope. Training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H dot com. And you can pick up their latest resource at that website. It's a book called Glad You Asked. Answers to 12 Tough Questions About Christmas That You Need Answers For. Glad You Asked is available at that website, r4h.com. I'd encourage you to check it out. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and on the broadcast, I continue my discussion with a speaker for Reasons for Hope, Frank Figueroa, as we discuss Thanksgiving from a biblical worldview. Stick around and reach out to me to share your thoughts. Maybe you want to share some support with this listener-supported radio ministry. You can find out how when you email theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Life can be tough, and sometimes we all need a helping hand. That's where Integrity Counseling Group comes in. At Integrity, we're not just counselors. We're your companions on the journey of healing. We believe in restoring connections with yourself, with your loved ones, and with your faith. With three welcoming locations in Mission Valley, Carlsbad, and San Marcos, plus convenient telehealth services across California, we're right by your side, San Diego. Visit us at integritycounselinggroup.com or call us anytime at 760-283-7000. 760-283-7000. Support for The Plum Line is provided by these fine business sponsors. EPS Wealth Management of Phoenix, who serves clients in several states. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation about your financial concerns. 623-537-3657. Abundant Life Landscape, your irrigation repair specialist. Call them at 619-277-2410. And by Charles McLucas, Jr., founder and CEO of Charitable Trust Administrators, Inc., Learn about the benefits of a charitable remainder trust at ctai-ca.com. Support for The Plum Line is also provided by Simple Turn. Their online health resources teach your kids how health really works and how to avoid 90% of chronic disease. Get your family's free health course at mysimpleturn.com. When it comes to education for your student, Northwest Christian School believes that trusted truth transforms. With that in mind, they developed their fully online Christian school, NCS Online, for your kindergarten through ninth grade student. NCS Online curriculum has been developed in-house by experienced Christian educators and is infused with a biblical worldview. NCS Online provides a rigorous, affordable, customizable online education in an established Christian community and culture. Visit ncsonline.org to learn more or contact their admissions team at 602-978-5134. Hey, I'm with Michael Ross, the creator of Revelator Games. Michael, can you tell us why you developed this unique game? Sure. Let me just clarify something. So it's a small group Bible study activity with a board game element to it. 
I created the game because I myself personally delight in God's word, you know, through scripture memorization. So I created this game so that we can, one, memorize scripture, but also have fun while we're doing it. Mm, the Remain game and more. You can check out Mike's products at revelatorgames.com. Thanks for joining me for The Plum Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. On the broadcast today, I'm joined by Frank Figueroa, speaker for Reasons for Hope. And we're talking about Thanksgiving and spending some time discussing it from the perspective of the holiday itself. But we're also going to talk about Thanksgiving in our lives. And I want to continue, though, on this vein related to the holiday. And that is, we want to talk about some of the blessings that maybe we have learned from this holiday of Thanksgiving, those things that have pushed us towards giving glory to God and giving thanks to Him. And there are some verses that you note in some of the materials that you kind of developed, and thank you, by the way, for developing those that I want to stress here. One of those in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, where Paul expresses thanks to God for His grace— and for the grace that has been given to the Corinthians, was given to them by Christ Jesus, he said, that they were enriched in everything by him in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you. And so this is one of those many times that Paul offers up thanks to God, and he does so. Sometimes he'll do it for, you know, giving thanks for how God has done some marvelous and miraculous things in the lives of those who he's writing to, or maybe how the faith of the people are growing. I know I've been preaching through First and Second Thessalonians, and there's a lot of thanks to God for how the Thessalonians have grown in faith and have lived out their faith. And so time and time again, we see thanks being given to God for his work in our lives, right? Yes. And in fact, you mentioned Thessalonians where it says to be thankful in all things, in all ways. And and so we're, we're constantly having to remind ourselves we should be thankful people that God has given us much. As far as I live in America, I live among a society of free people. And I live in a place that I have free access to God's word. I have been raised and mentored by godly people that have sown into my life. I have been given uh, the gracious gift of salvation. We can go on and on and list so many things that remind us that we, we have privileges and benefits as believers in the country in which we live that the majority of people on our planet do not have. And so it helps us to recognize that we may complain about certain things not being exactly the way we'd like them, but that is very minuscule compared to the amount of blessings that God has given us and the way we should reflect our thanks to him for what he has done and who he is. Yeah, and that is an aspect of thankfulness for the many blessings, and that's kind of what I was leading into there. But an even greater step, I guess I would say, I don't really know how to put this, but it may be a greater step of faith is when we can reach the point of giving thanks for the hardships and what they have accomplished in our lives, right? I'll go through one, and and it's really personal to me. My wife uh, was diagnosed with cancer on October 25th back in 2008. And that rocked my world. It really taught me. She went through 10 years of treatments. And it focused my prayers. It helped me to seek God like never before in my life. And all of a sudden, every day that I got up and she was by my side, 
and alive with me. It taught me to be thankful for her, for health, for God's provision in the biggest ways because we had to sell a lot of things that we had just to pay for the bills. And yet he provided by means of his sustenance, people providing meals and just all these things. And, and, and I know I'm, I've kind of gone off on a tangent, but ultimately through that tragedy, he really taught me that I am thankful that, I mean, at the core, if at the end of it, we had nothing left but to glorify him in heaven someday, that even if she passed away or when, I mean, ultimately we're both going to pass away and go to be with the Lord. But that's the whole point. We can be grateful that we're going to be with the Lord. And so, yes, I can be thankful for the fact that we're still together. We're still able to do ministry together and, and, and extremely grateful that God has removed the cancer from her by means of the doctor's help and, and his, his, just his grace. But it's taught me to not assume that a good life, a healthy life, a life free from trouble is guaranteed to anyone. And so it really helped me to understand certain things. And that's why when we see in Thessalonians where it says, rejoice always and pray without ceasing in everything, give thanks. And that everything includes the good, the bad, the ugly, the blessed. Why? Because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus, that in everything that we experience and go through, we are able to see his goodness and his grace. And for me, that tragedy uh, compelled me to see my temporal life a little more clearly and ultimately God's eternal promises and glory definitely more clearly. And, and it, it caused us to be a more grateful couple and live our lives that exemplified that. Hmm, yeah. Well, and I want to continue to reflect on those passages in First Thessalonians 5 that you referenced here and just talk a little bit about this in everything give thanks statement. When I've preached on this, I've talked about this little preposition in, that it's not for, it's in. And so I've pointed out that, you know, we're not thankful for cancer or for, you know, somebody gets a, a terminal disease or whatever. We're not thankful for that. But in the circumstance itself, in everything, we still are able to give thanks because, as you said, we know that uh, our eternity is with the Lord Jesus Christ. But uh, as I've kind of thought about that more, I thought in some ways, really, we can be thankful even for the situation, for the hardship, because of what you just said, the things that it accomplishes in our lives. So I spent, uh, sometimes I feel like as I look back, I think I've maybe spent too much time dwelling on the fact that it's in instead of for, when in reality, even if it were for, I think we still would be able to give thanks, or at least I would hope we would be able to. Yes. Uh, one of the passages that actually helped me get through and understand it to a greater degree was First Peter chapter 5, uh, verses 7 through 11, where it, it lays out that we have an adversary, and part of the adversary's job was to bring whatever suffering he could that God would allow, and that God allows it at times, different people to different degrees, but that he has a way of growing us through the process. Uh, in fact, it says that he will perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle us after we have suffered a while. And so, like you said, the in, while we are going through it, 
he is having this remarkable process of causing us to be more settled, to be more perfected, to be more like Christ, uh, who understands exactly what it is to suffer and yet to be thankful. I think of Jesus when he, you know, is at the Garden of Gethsemane and and comes before God and, and, and says, you know, Father, if it's possible, take this cup. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what you will. And, and what I believe is this almost prayer of praise and thanksgiving that I, I know this is rough, but I'm thankful that I can serve your purpose in whatever way you see fit. Wow, what a prayer. You know, so definitely it helps us to see, like you said, both the in and the for within the hardships that God has allowed, because ultimately it draws the believer closer to him and it helps him to receive the glory that he deserves. Mm, yeah, and I'm just thinking how when we have a truly thankful heart, we can do as James said, we can count it all joy, because we know that our perseverance, our faith is being tested, and it produces patience. It says in James chapter 1, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, not if, because we know where that we're going to, yeah. knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And so that's something that comes about, I believe, as a result of a thankful heart, is we are able to do that. We are able to count it all joy. Yes. Bottom line is, nothing that we go through is wasted uh, with the Lord. That that ultimately, he, he makes us more into the image of his son, Jesus, day by day, with each and every circumstance and situation that we go through. And even the rough things that he allows help us to be more like Christ, which is our goal. In fact, I, I remember talking to a friend of mine who said that, yeah, uh, I, I hope someday to be able to suffer in a way that Jesus suffered. And, and I kind of said, wow, that's kind of a weird you know, thing to want. And, and his point was, because I want to experience everything that Jesus experienced to the greatest degree that I can. And so because he went through suffering in such extreme ways, I want to know what my Lord really went through for me. And, and, and I was like, wow, what a, what a mm. different perspective to have. Because once again, it makes us more like our Savior. So yes, it, it is something that most people feel is a little unsettling as far as actually being thankful for and in the rough times. But if it makes us more like Jesus, uh, then maybe we'd all be better off to embrace those tough situations in a way that we recognize that they're from God and they're designed to make us more like Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, my guest is Frank Figueroa, speaker for Reasons for Hope on the Plumb Line. Today as we talk about Thanksgiving. Stick around here. We've got uh, more to come in the final segments, and I'd love to have you reach out to me and share your thoughts comments about the broadcast. Maybe you want to share some support because this is a listener-supported radio ministry. You can reach out to me at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Open Door Financial was founded with the inspiration of using biblical wisdom to create financial plans and investment strategies that lead to financial peace and build the kingdom of God. 
We guide families and small business owners on how to save money, reduce taxes, get out of debt, build enough retirement income, and be more generous. We help you discover God's plan for your finances and fulfill your God-given dreams and purpose. Call Jason Batt at Open Door Financial at 619-794-7133. That's 619-794-7133 or visit opendoor-financial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered broker-dealer and registered investment advisor. Open Door Financial and Centaurus Financial are not affiliated entities. I am so pleased to have Reasons for Hope as the national sponsor of The Plumb Line. The mission of both of our ministries is to proclaim the gospel and to train people to look at every topic and issue from a biblical worldview. You can discover more about their many fabulous resources and their debunked video series or request one of the R4H speakers for your event or maybe attend an Equip Youth Retreat or Rally all at r4h.com. To learn about the Plum Line's partnership with Reasons for Hope, check out the blog postings at r4h.com, and you can find the Plum Line station directory and podcast link at r4h.com slash theplumline. Be sure to leave a note saying thanks to Reasons for Hope for supporting the Plum Line. If you're looking for a Bible college that, when you graduate, you will have little to no debt and receive the best Christian education, look no further. Whether you choose to go into ministry or come to simply learn the Word of God, Northeast Ohio Bible College is here. We offer classes at the college or online from the comfort and convenience of your home or use the classes for your Sunday morning or Wednesday night Bible studies. If Christian education is becoming to you, then you should be coming to us. Call today to schedule a class at 330-382-1151 or go to neobc.org. Proverbs Payments is a partner with The Plumb Line in helping me to raise the funds necessary for broadcasting this gospel-proclaiming show. Proverbs Payments is a Christian credit card processing company who is kingdom-focused instead of profit-focused. To learn about how they can benefit your business or ministry, visit ProverbsPayments.com. You're tuned in to The Plumb Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. My guest is Frank Figueroa, speaker for Reasons for Hope. And we're discussing Thanksgiving today from a biblical worldview. I want to start off this segment actually by sharing a passage about the lack of Thanksgiving, I guess, because it's dealing with those ten lepers who were cleansed and the fact that only one of the ten came back to give thanks and praise to God. And I've used this actually as a text for a sermon about Thanksgiving in the past, and I think it's a great one for that purpose. But I want to have you comment a little bit on this Uh, for us, Frank, but I'll read it first. Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. So there's the text from Luke 17. Let me just open the door for you to comment on that if you would. This is actually one of my favorite passages. My wife and I live in Hawaii, and so the island next to ours, Molokai, actually has the last leper colony in the United States, Kalaupapa. 
uh, and it's on a peninsula there. And, and uh, so my wife and I were privileged about well, right before COVID uh, to go and visit it. And it was just remarkable. There are still three or four patients that are there and you can only get in by invitation. And so we got to see some of the lasting work of Father Damien de Wooster, who was a priest that went over there to serve and some of the things that he did. But, but the point is this, that leprosy is equated to sin in the scripture. And when we went there, these people who were lepers, they basically were left there to die. They were ultimately hopeless. Uh, they were kicked off a boat off this peninsula and they had to swim to shore to survive. And if they didn't make it, oh, well, they were going to die anyway. And they were left among dead people to literally just go and die and not infect everybody else. Well, sin does that. It, it isolates us. In fact, it's interesting because leprosy doesn't kill you, but it numbs you to things that will kill you. And that's exactly like sin. And so as we kind of recognize that, we can be extremely grateful that here in this passage, Jesus wasn't afraid to befriend these people and get near them. They obviously call out to him and, and they say, Master, have mercy on us. And then he does. He, he actually has the ability to save and the willingness to use that ability on them who were the outcasts and unlovable. And so we see a clear presentation of the gospel here that Jesus was willing to ultimately die for the sake of those of us who were stuck in this deadly disease called sin and give his life as a ransom for ours and ultimately heal us, make us new. And the sad part when we read this account is that only one person out of the 10 recognized it that 90% went on their way a little bit grateful that they no longer had leprosy, but just absolutely missing the deeper meaning behind it, that they had been not only set free from a physical disease, but they had been offered the chance to be set free spiritually as well. And, and only one took them up on it. And so as we have the opportunity to recognize and celebrate this day of Thanksgiving, we should also see its spiritual significance and return like the one did and give God thanks. Uh, in fact, we are told that Jesus said, were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner, uh, the one who was the outcast and didn't deserve it? And then he said, arise and go your way for your faith has made you well. We would be, I argue, a more well people if we would be part of the 10% that recognize this coming Thanksgiving, that the greatest sense of thanks and glory should be given to God for the fact that he went and freed us from something that ultimately would kill us spiritually and, and recognize that and, and worship him because of it. Mm, yeah, well, and it is certainly my heart's desire and plea to God that all in the listening family of the plumb line would have that relationship with Jesus Christ and would give thanks to God for their salvation. If this is something that uh, you can't do, you can't give thanks to him for your salvation because you don't have it right now, but you're maybe starting to think about that a little bit more after what Frank just shared, reach out to me at that email address. I'm going to give that again, the plumb line radio at gmail.com. 
com. I want to connect with you and be able to uh, go over this good news of the gospel more. The Plum Line Radio at gmail.com. Well, in the couple minutes that we have left here, Frank, I just kind of want to summarize maybe by sharing the benefits of a life of thanksgiving. In other words, if we have a thankful heart, a grateful heart, it certainly does uh, bring about really a complete transformation in our lives, I, I would say. Yes. The bottom line is Jesus lived a life in gratitude to the Father. And as believers, we should be doing the same, that we should uh, give thanks to him for the things that he's bestowed upon us, for the ability to serve him, and ultimately for the promise of eternal life that we have in him. And someday uh, we are going to get to say it face to face, so it would be good to practice it now. Yeah, and just kind of the flip side, if we don't have uh, thankfulness, it almost displays that we really don't have faith, because it should just be a, a natural outflow of thankfulness if we have been saved. And if we love the Lord Jesus Christ, how could we not be thankful, right? Amen. For those that may not know Jesus uh, as, as Lord and Savior, uh, I would encourage them to think about exactly what life could be like with the creator of the universe, not only as the one who made you, but as the one who's now integrated you into his family by means of adopting you as his child. Um, and, and I don't know if there's a more glorious thing than that, being someone who is not a part of a family and then being brought into a family because someone actually loves us with, with the greatest love that we could imagine. And so I would encourage people to uh, bend the knee and uh, respond to God's gracious offer of salvation through His Son, Jesus. Mm, amen. Again, the email where you can reach me if you want to discuss that more is Radio at gmail.com. Well, Frank, thanks so much for being with me. Thank you for having me again. It's been my pleasure. Frank Figueroa, speaker for Reasons for Hope, the national ministry sponsor of The Plum Line. My thanks to Reasons for Hope, and my thanks to every one of you in the listening audience. We're just offering a lot of thanks here, as is right, and we should do, not only on Thanksgiving, but every day. It is right and good that we give thanks and praise to God, our Father. And I appreciate you tuning in. Again, reach out to me anytime at the email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on The Plum Line. The Plum Line has been sponsored by Reasons for Hope. Check them out at r4h.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.